Welcome, lady. Hey. hey. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to season two. Um, we have some returning guests today from season one. You guys will remember Miss Chimwana. And we have Miss Shayla returning, who is my forever co-host. She'll always be here. And we have Miss Tiffany here for some new faces and some new places and some new conversations. So welcome, ladies, to season two. Thank you. Thank Thank you. Exciting. Congratulations on season two. Thank yes. you. Yes. Thank you. So funny enough, season two was supposed to happen last year. Um, we started, if you guys remember, I sat down and did an interview with Nina um, called Let That Man Love You. Um, mm -hmm. And we talked all about love and relationship. And then coronavirus. Yeah. So here we are a year later. We have been in quarantine officially for a year. Too long. Ever. <laughs> like a year officially. I think next week. Yeah. It'll yeah. be a year. Yeah. March, yeah. 15. March 15th. Yeah. Yeah. So... We're a year in quarantine. How are you ladies feeling? How are you holding up? Where y'all at right now? Oh, I'm, I'm this is the quarantine check-in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm just constantly finding ways to keep breathing through all of this, trying mm -hmm. to um, find ways to remain connected, mm -hmm. uh, especially to family and close friends. Because um, now, been in, being in this for a year, you really didn't realize how so, so important that really was. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and so just trying to stay connected and try to hold on to this little sanity. Yes, yeah. definitely. That's sure. real. What yeah. about you, Miss Shay? How you doing, girl? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm just kind of waking up. Mm. I feel okay. like I'm kind of waking up, you know, after a very, 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 very long um, sleep. I just feel like I'm kind of coming out of the fog and waking up and kind of things are settling back into the places where they once were and... Just waking up. Okay. Yes. Okay. What about you, Miss Tiffany? I feel like I am a lot better than where I started a year ago in quarantine. Mm -hmm. Just mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, all of those things. Um, I'm ready for it to be over. But I think that a lot of people have learned a lot during this process, positive or negative. But yeah just being grateful to have my health and to be alive. And honestly, this has been a time for growth and reflection for me, so. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's I been a good time awesome. for that. Yeah. Sure. So I agree. I think um, I agree with the whole, you feel like you're kind of waking up. It just kind of feels like we're finally at a space. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody thought we would be in quarantine for a year, mm -hmm. um, but I'm finally kind of at a space where I can feel the shift. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm ready. <laughs> I'm yeah, ready for yeah. some sun. And I don't know if that's weather, too, because yeah. we've all been indoors because it's been cold and it's been snowing and whatever. Yeah. I'm ready for some sun. Yeah. I'm ready for yes. some vacation. Yeah. Um, all of those things. But tell me, like, one thing that you guys have learned about yourself in quarantine. Um, I definitely discovered that my strength, per se, was a complete myth. Um, I am not as strong as I thought I was. Okay. I am stronger now than I was. And that's one of the things I can say that I'm grateful about in regards to quarantine, right? Like you just learn so much about your self-reflection. Mm -hmm. And you know, I just, oh, I thought I was tough stuff, baby. And 2020 <laughs> really showed me, you know, like you have a lot to work on. Yeah. And if you really want to harness that strength, you believe you have, these mm -hmm. are some steps you're gonna have to go through. Because look at you, you're yeah. a mess. You ain't yeah. here crying. 
just the quarantine literally <laughs> gives you you have nothing but time yeah right. to do it yeah yeah, yeah absolutely so. time and space yeah and i think for me like uh, which is part of what i've like really been saying to other friends girlfriends who have reached out is like I kind of speak to what you were saying about this whole myth around, you know, it's okay to be this sort of an island. Um, Child, that island got lonely so so many times. It got lonely real quick. And so being able to find ways to extend myself outwardly Mm -hmm. so that I wouldn't feel like this recluse or feel like I was in this isolation I'm about to lose my mind, yeah. especially being the only female in my house. Mm. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> thank you. Keep me left. This keep, keep me left. You know yeah. what that's like. Yeah. And so it's like literally learning that our languages are completely different. different. Yeah. So true. Like, I got how many times you got to say the same thing over yes. and over and over again before they get it? Like, so. Yeah, but I have learned my levels of resiliency. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have learned what my deal breakers are okay. and have been very comfortable with saying what my deal breakers are and how we need to make adjustments. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. Because I'm seeing that about myself first. Absolutely. Um, so I think that's been so important. That's me. so real. Okay. Yeah. That's so real. What about you, Tiff? One thing you learned about yourself in quarantine? that I am responsible for my own happiness. Yes. Always. 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 Not my relationship, not my job, yes. not my... Because I feel like, again, like we were saying in quarantine, you have nothing but time. So there is a lot of time for reflection. There's a lot of time for swiping on Instagram and compare. Like, there are so many opportunities to look yeah. inward, but then also have influence of what else is going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just... an a time for me to just realize that no matter what else is going on in the world, I am in charge of my own happiness. If I have a sucky day at work, I need to give myself five minutes, 10 minutes. Yes. To reel it in. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that's okay to give yourself that time. Um, I think what I learned, and really I didn't learn it till the end of 2020, um, when everybody was doing like their recap posts and I was tagged in a bunch of posts that was like, oh, share your favorite, I think it was like an outfit or something like that from the year. And I was just like, you know, 2020 was a wash. Like, mm, I don't really know if I had a favorite and I wasn't gonna do it. And then I started looking through my posts and I was just like, Oh, we did that. Okay, we did that. And I think me and Shayla had this conversation a lot too throughout the year because still for me, it's hard for me to like relax. Mm. Like it's hard for me to sit down somewhere. You know, we are used to being on the go, on the move, always, whatever. So um, I felt like we didn't really do much this year. Like nothing really happened. And like I said, we started off 2020 doing season two of the podcast. And that, you know, came to a halt. So I was like, you know, dang, we really didn't accomplish what we wanted to accomplish. But when I really sat down and took time to just stop Mm -hmm. and like reflect back on the year, I was like, oh, no, we're going to do this post because we I kept saying I was like, yo, I didn't pivot well. Like, you know, people and we did for our other podcast, um, 
we started doing lives and like stuff like that to try to kind of keep you know, the momentum going, but you know, for Adjust Your Crown, I'm just like, I had a vision for what I wanted yeah. season two to be. And I didn't want to, you know, shift on that. Cause yeah. I, you know, y'all know when you get it in your mind, yeah. That is, yes. yeah. that's what you want. So I was just like, I really didn't pivot well. And I should have, cause I'm like, we could have done these on Zoom. We could have whatever, but I'm just like, it's the space though. Yeah. It's yes. like having all of us in a space and being able to just share energy. I was like, I don't really want to lose that. Not to say that that can't happen on Zoom, but I was just like, yeah, I really didn't pivot well in 2020. And then I started looking back through and I was like, okay, so we didn't pivot the way we planned to pivot, but but we still got some stuff done. Um, I did a bunch of like consistency challenges, um, both with um, content and those kind of things, just kind of forcing myself to get up and get dressed every day. That was a headache, but (laughs) (laughs) But, um, it let me strengthen some of those other things that I needed to strengthen, like consistency and discipline and um, those kind of things. So, cool child. Just, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you gotta celebrate the small wins. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I learned Absolutely. too. Is like you gotta, you know, things happen. The only consistent thing is change. Absolutely. So things happen, and you know, you gotta celebrate those small things too. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, I the end of twenty twenty, I took a minute <laughs> to celebrate the small things. Um, so what about maintaining um, your friendships during quarantine? I know you mentioned you know, being on the island and still trying to connect with your friends. How did you handle that? Well, you know, just like everybody else, like we would do house party or we would connect via Zoom. Zoom, okay. Um, But I also was mindful that like, there was still this need to respect people's boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like, because folks are, you know, in quarantine, you feel like, cause I'm the world's worst with FaceTime. I would just FaceTime, and to me, FaceTime is like showing up at somebody's door unannounced. Yo, so that's what I was about to say. I was like, you out here unannounced <laughs> FaceTiming people? Do you, do you do that too? Oh, y'all since quarantine? Yes. Yes, yes I do. Yes. I do. And I have to adjust because I realize, again, yeah. like, that is overstepping someone's boundaries. I feel Actually, like I it is. <laughs> If it's not, if it's not family, like, I feel like it's being, like, I'm not fully being respectful of the fact that, you know, my girlfriends have other lives. Like, a couple of times I FaceTime Jamie and I was like, I know she's not going to answer. Did I I answer? Did I answer? Oh, you did not answer. Oh, girl. Did I answer, girl? So I don't know why I didn't answer. I don't remember. I don't remember. (laughs) I don't know. Because you called me back. Did I call you back? Yeah, you did. Okay, at least I did that. You did. I posted the other day, somebody had called me and I was just like, um, I texted them. I was like, hey, did you call me? And they were like, yeah. I was like, did I call you back? And they were like, no. I was like, okay, this is the callback. Like, what is it? Like, that that has literally been my quarantine in a wrap. Like, I have just been trying to... Um, between work, family, yeah. and trying to just figure out my own feelings and whatever, girl. But try to, to answer, my head up my heart. <laughs> Yo, but to answer the question, yeah. like I think the way that I've remained connected is just sending texts mm-hmm. to check in and yeah. say, I'm a big you know, texter. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just checking on, checking in on you. Um, you know, just let me know how you are. And even if it takes a day or so, you know, yeah. I'm not tripping on that because again, just because we're in quarantine, don't mean that people have 
because truthfully, a lot of y'all's lives have gotten even busier. Mm -hmm. Our lives mm -hmm. have gotten even busier since mm -hmm. quarantine. So it's not yeah, like things have slowed down. What about you, Shai? How do you um, maintain your connections? Um, I have house parties once a month with a group of girls that mm -hmm. um, are out of town, a bunch of girls that were at my wedding, um, regular text messages with people. But I won't sit here and act like I didn't struggle. I struggled with keeping communication going. I struggled with having the desire to want to communicate mm -hmm. with people. I struggled with like all of those things. Yeah. And even mm -hmm. now, like I'm still working my way back yeah. to being more responsive, you yeah. know? And I just, I'm very grateful for people in my life who were patient enough and gave me the grace yeah. to kind of have that, that time and that space and recognize that for me, that's a little odd. So something must be going on. Yeah. So I just, I did the best I could. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's important too, that people give you that kind of grace. Mm -hmm. like. Yeah. I've seen a lot of the posts that are like, oh, if you ain't check on me during quarantine, did the that. And it's just like, yo, yeah. we all out here. Yeah. It's <laughs> like people feel like there were different quarantines. No, we were all trying <laughs> the same we quarantine. We were all the same quarantine. Like we're all here yeah. wearing the same hot mask. Yes. Like we're all in the same situation. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. And for you guys, because you guys were still going into work mm -hmm. and having to mm -hmm. navigate and manage those things. Yeah. So your busy looked a little different than everybody yeah. else's busy. Absolutely. So, yeah. What about you, Tiff? How did you maintain your connection? Well, obviously, I thought I was maintaining it, but maybe not well, because I was FaceTiming people. I just, <laughs> all I don't know. But just not everybody. Yeah. yeah. But some people. But it's also like... People FaceTime me a lot. It's like, you get what you get. I might have on my bonnet. I might have on my pajamas. Yeah. But if I'm going to answer this, this is what you're going to get the real whatever, yeah, whatever is look, going on. Be prepared for <laughs> whatever right. when you yeah. did. Yeah. You asked for it. Yeah, but I think yeah. it's just learning or trying to identify how I can be a better friend. Okay. But also knowing my boundaries yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, also learning, again, we're all in quarantine and yeah. being there for other people, but also knowing I can't always take on everybody else's burdens. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I think just trying to be available and trying to learn how to be a yeah. good friend and check yeah. in on people and mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was glad for the, the friends in my circle that did do those check-ins because funny enough, you don't really realize you need the check-ins until you get the check-ins. Mm -hmm. So like I had had um, one of my friends, she had come to either drop something off or pick something up, but you know, quarantine. So like mm -hmm. drop it off at the door, <laughs> let me know it's out there and I'm gonna come get it. Um, but it was funny because she was outside in her car and I was at my door and like we sitting at the door like, hey girl. <laughs> but it's so funny because it didn't dawn on me that like I hadn't seen her, like I hadn't seen my friends in so long and you don't realize that you missed that. I think the first time we met up for like lunch or whatever, we were, Shayla asked is like, I sent her a picture because I had put, uh, it was some kind of promo that we were doing for the other podcast and I sent her a picture and it was the two of us. <laughs> Um, separate but in the same picture and it says something like we'll be back soon or something she's talking about I'm on the train crying <laughs> but like you don't realize oh, like that's true I miss my friends that's so true <laughs> yeah so like I don't think that you really realize it until yeah. you get those check-ins so I try to do I'm bad at the check-ins um, but I appreciate them when I get them. So I'm yeah. trying to be more mindful mm -hmm. and checking in on people. Cause I think sometimes like you guys are both married. I'm like, you know, they over there with their husbands, like that they have people, but sometimes I need to check in 
outside of what's yeah. in this house. Yeah. I need to check in with yeah. my girlfriends. Absolutely. I need to check in a, a different kind of check-in. That's so yes. I definitely um, didn't realize I needed it until I got it. But while we're on the topic of friendships, <laughs> let's talk about adult friendships. Like, how do you all... Let me let me first ask you guys this. Let <laughs> me figure out how to play it. So, do you feel like you have your tribe, your close, intimate circle, your go-to group of friends? Do you feel like you've already established that for yourself? <sighs> Go ahead, Shayla. <laughs> we all like that. Hmm. Oh, yes. And with, is it ever changing? With room that could be for too. growth. Okay. 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 Yeah, that works. With room for growth, um, you know, you could meet a person at any stage mm-hmm. or phase of life, and they come in and just completely make it better, yeah. and you know, give you or provide you with something that you didn't know that you were missing in adult relationships or friendships. <laughs> so I feel like I have my core group. Um, okay. I feel like I have my core group. Okay. What about you, Stephanie? <laughs> Do you feel like you have your your tribe? Do you feel like you have a good... So when I say your tribe, it was funny because I think I asked you this too. Mm-hmm. I was watching something and it was a group of married women. And um, the girl said that she felt like that group of women were her... She said like her married tribe or something like that. But she said that they were a group of women that she felt like not only had her back, but also Mm -hmm. had her marriages back. Mm -hmm. Like, do you feel like you have that tribe of women that support you that, you know, through and through your go to kind of core group? (laughs) I think so. Okay, but I think also a lot of my friendships are very, not very new, but they are four years old, maybe. So okay. I feel like, you know, I haven't, I've only been what in DC five years, six years, five okay. six years. Okay. So I feel like a lot of my friendships here are new friendships. Okay. And I think that they are the ones that are really close. They're great. Is there always room for growth on both ends of the friendship? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I feel like I have this small core group here but I think the thing that's challenging for me is that I also have this, my tribe that don't live here, okay. that are from college. And it's kind of like mm-hmm. those people who know you, like you don't yeah. have to, like, yeah. they know you, like they know you when you get mad, they're like, girl, bye. okay, anyways, next, like yeah. they, they know how <laughs> yeah. to handle yeah. right. you. Yeah. And I feel like it's sometimes it's hard not to try to compare the two. Like with my other friends, I'm like, oh, I could just yeah. show up at their house and I can do just that. These friends, I'm like, no, you I know, can let me schedule. Them. Yeah, let me, oh, I can FaceTime them. They was like, oh, let me schedule. Yeah. Let me check and see if yeah. it's clear. Yeah. So I think it's um, it's growing. It's challenging, but I think you have different friends at mm-hmm. and different different types of friends at different mm-hmm. phases in Absolutely. your life, mm-hmm. and just being. Like I have a group of friends that are married and then I have my other group of friends where, and I'm the only one married. that's married. Okay. Um, but I will say that in quarantine, I've learned to be more understanding and more patient. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I try to be, I look, not that I look for signs, but like I just pick up 
on different things and just take that for what it is. Like if I'm watching basketball wise or I'm watching this and I'm just like, oh, okay. Now I can see it from somebody. I mean, that's probably not the best group to for the best scenario. <laughs> but I mean, you know, there's just different things and just knowing that like apologizing and sometimes you feel like you don't have to apologize or you didn't do anything wrong, but it's like being able to understand like just because maybe I felt like I didn't do something wrong or right. vice versa, it's like being able to have compassion and understanding. Yeah. And being I'm able to really, you know, understand the other person and hear the person because I'm the type of person where I'll just cut people out of my life. Like mm. you got the gift of goodbye. Girl, yeah, like, you know, it hurts. Yeah. I have the gift. Girl, yeah. Yeah. Because I am the type where it's like, if you are my friend, I go hard for you. Like, yeah. yes. And I'm very, uh, what's the word about my friendships? Um, what's the word? I don't like to share my friends. I know that sounds really. Oh, you're possessive. Where we got friends. That's not the right word, but yes, yeah, like, but something, like, yeah, yeah, like, but I go oh, hard, protective. But I'm like, I go hard for my friends because yeah, I'm yeah. the only child, and you're my. Oh, yes. If I call you my okay. friend, okay, yes. you're my friend, yes. and okay. you're my family. Okay. Yeah, like I'm that friend. Yeah. Like I'll go hard, but yeah. then when it's done, I'm like, er, okay, bye. Like she said, er, I don't I'm like having feeling one foot in and one foot out. It's like yeah. Yeah. we're cool all in, or we're not cool. Yeah, and I just, I just really like if I call you my friend. I try not to yeah. use that term a lot. Someone told me like yeah. everybody's not your friend. So yeah. I wanted just to mention what you just said in regards to like you possessive of your friends. <laughs> I was is. trying to give her a word. That might yeah. not be the best. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's a, protective might be a better protective is a better word. word. Possessive sounds like there's yeah. some sort of negative connotation. Yeah. Yeah, 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 protective yeah. means that you protective. just care a lot. About your friends, you just hold them. You <laughs> hold them. You hold them close, close. Yeah, hold you just them close. hold them close. But I feel like that's one of the biggest things that I have struggled with with adult um, friendships, like the balance between newer friends and yeah. older friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then there is this sort of like jockeying for position yes. or something along those lines. Yeah. It's just like everybody like be cool. Like you are to me what you are to me. And there's it's different. nothing that anybody can yeah. do that's going to come Absolutely. into my life to change that. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. like. Let's not make it a thing. Like, let's right. not be awkward about it. Like, right. let's not, you know, let everybody just chill. We have a right. good time. She's dope. He's dope. You're dope. We're all dope together. Absolutely. So, and they can yeah. all, they can all like the new friend. Well, so this I don't is like a, always being the new friend. Well, so this like, is. I'm the new friend. <laughs> I'm the new friend. <laughs> because all my friends don't live here. And so yeah. like, any yeah. friend that I meet while I'm in the DMV, right. they yeah, all the have their group of friends. So when they come, it's like, oh, it's me. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I definitely understand what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I think that they can all coexist. Absolutely. Like I think because all of absolutely. like all of y'all here are my friends, but all in different ways. Yeah. Like, absolutely. like in totally different ways. So and I had that conversation with somebody too. Like you can't compare mm-hmm. what my friendship is to you it's and different. what my friendship is to you because it's different. Yeah, not and different. and yeah. not in a good way or a bad way. It's not like, oh, I can talk to Shayla about this, but I can't talk to Kimon about that. No, not in that way we just it depends on how you nurture that friendship and what that is like there aren't too many people for real for real that can FaceTime me that I'd be like hey girl like no but like everyone here I I don't know why they answer your face (laughs) you just tell them but most most people 
But no, but the <laughs> folks that are sitting here are people that I would right. answer a face. Like, I, Kimwana would be fine with seeing me looking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She'd be like, oh, girl, you all right? She'd be like, oh, okay, girl. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they're all different. It's yeah. just because you nurture them different. You all each have different um, life experiences that mm-hmm. you bring to it. So whatever advice I may yeah. get here may be different than yeah. when I get there. Right. Like they're all different, but they're all essential in their own way. Right. So absolutely. I definitely... It's easier said than done. But I'm also... The oh, person. absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. No, Especially it is easier you, said yeah. than done. When you put it in the perspective, you put it in. I yeah. do understand how you're newer to the area and yeah. everyone you meet already has their group. And so then you're there, you're always a new friend. I definitely understand that yeah. perspective. And it's hard because I have one friend. I'm not going to mention her name. But I always be bringing up other friends like, oh, well, if I was so-so, you would be treating me like that. Or if I was so-so, you would be acting like yeah. that. And it's hard. And I had to sit back and was like, well, why do you feel this way to me? Like, yeah. like you said, what it's about not it? about this comparing person. It's the not two friendships. But yeah. it's different when you are that that new friend. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. well, damn, what position am I so, like, But that's, but that's <laughs> the other part, too, yeah. is realizing that if you're the new friend, then that other friend may have, they may have time in on that friendship and they may just be at a different space or a different level of understanding right. to where, like you said, my other friends like know me. Like, I, they, yeah. I can act crazy and they'll just be like, girl, bye, and yeah. keep it moving. Yeah. Like, that comes with time. Yeah, sure. So, giving... If you are the new friend, giving it that time and that space to develop those that type of mm-hmm. chemistry and bond. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah. I'm kind of definitely like Tiffany because like I share in that I'm I was raised like an only child because I was raised by my grandparents, um, and I'm a military wife. Yeah. So like being able to make these shifts Mm -hmm. and create new friendships Mm -hmm. every time we moved has been, as you say, it's like, I feel like I'm always a new friend that comes into the relationship while I, so I have learned to identify my groups of friendships as different because mm-hmm. they serve me yeah. in different, different ways. ways. Yeah. So it's like you say, like I have my married girlfriends and I have my girlfriends who I well, they single, but yeah. I see them as like a whole other other serving for me. You know what I'm saying? I learn from them things I wouldn't learn from my married girlfriends. Yeah. And so, and sometimes I'm the only one that's married yeah. in the group when I'm with my single girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those girlfriends are younger yeah. than I am because they are colleagues, former colleagues, um, and they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and to not have them in my life, I would think, oh my gosh, you know, if I didn't have these group of women, like, what would I do? Like, I've learned yeah. so much, like, wisdom from them. Yeah. Like, um, so I think, as you said, it's mm-hmm. like, um, I'm just always focused on making sure that, because I, coming from this single child perspective, like, I love to give, 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 yeah. and yes. pour out into people. Um, but I had to back up and say, okay, now, you're giving out so much. You know, is that thing being reciprocated? Yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I'm I'm certainly not about the whole cancel culture, but I am about the like if I find myself 
pouring out so much mm -hmm. all the Absolutely. time. I'm always the one doing the check-in. I'm always the one doing the health and wellness. Well, I'm always the one giving the advice or whatever the case may be to, to keep you lifted or That's to hold you up, but I'm not getting that in return then. Yeah. How is this? How is this friendship really serving? Yeah, you know. So um, I think for me, just like I have always struggled with just maintaining relationships with girls, mm -hmm. with women. Mm -hmm. Girls, like when I was in school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, as an adult with women, it has always been a struggle for me because I've, uh, and this may be me. I've always felt like, okay, well, where's the suspicion? It's like, okay. Why do you want to be in this relationship with mm -hmm. me? And that had nothing to do most times with her. Yeah. It was always me yeah. because my levels of capacity to be in relationship with other women was not always there. So in my mind, I was always say, why she jealous? What's she jealous about? Mm. You already you know. have these preconceived. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But child, ain't nobody jealous of you. Ain't nobody <laughs> Nobody even stunned you. <laughs> when it really was about the fact that my capacity, my esteem, my confidence was so low. So, you know, I'm always the one having this suspicion like, okay, why are you not talking to me now? What is this now? Like, so... Yeah, I had to get out of my own head yeah. and was then able to then lock in what I feel like now in my life has been some, is some amazing girlfriend relationships mm -hmm. yeah. that I hope, you know, that I'm able to maintain even if I move a thousand miles across the water, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah. you're not. But I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> to So I have, something is telling me to be real transparent and I feel weird saying this at... 37. How old am I? 37. <laughs> but I might be a little jealous or envious mm -hmm. because every time when I go into these it new is. circle of friends and they all have their old friends, everybody has a bestie. Everybody has a yes. best friend. I haven't had a best friend since forever. Junior high school. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like that. Yeah. Like I'm never going to be that person's mm -hmm. best, best friend. friend. Because they already have they already one. have. You know what I mean? So do you feel like, do y'all feel like you can only have one best friend? Do you have a best friend? I do. Do you have multiples or just one? At this phase in my life, I feel like I have more than one. Yeah. Do you have? Yeah, I, I have multiples. Yeah. But also, like, does it matter? Like, what? You know I, what I mean? Like, I feel so, like we put... So, I mean, that's a really good point. Yeah. Okay, so at approaching my 40s, like, I mean, are we really going to, like... <laughs> You're my bestie. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want it to be a thing like that. Right. Like, yeah. you know that we have been friends for eons. And yeah. you know and where you stand you with me. You know where right. you stand with me. Right. Like, I, it doesn't have to be a thing. Like, I don't, I'm not announcing that to people. You know my life. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, you know my life. Right. And I feel like, you know what, I have, uh, you, I just have different girlfriends in different age groups mm -hmm. that just, like yeah. you said, wisdom and just and pour into right. me and vice versa. Yeah. And it's just, I feel like it's been necessary. I and just because we've been girlfriends forever now, let's Listen, be clear. That's what I was let's just be about clear. to say. <laughs> Listen. That don't mean you locked in, sis. Yeah, it doesn't. That, that don't mean you're locked in. So it every, doesn't. Every relationship Because changes. I'm yeah, clear that. It does. And right. It does because I'm clear that I'm not locked in. Yeah. You know? So, you know, when you talk about, you know, the aspect of jealousy, mm -hmm. I have that. 
But again, it was because I, for me, it was about my own capacity. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the capacity to be in these multiple relationships with other women because like you said, I was, I grew up like an only child and I felt like, listen, you my best friend. Why you gotta (laughs) be all these other folks' best friend? You belong to me. Like how you get her number? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, but that's real though. Yeah. That's real. But that's it's a, real to even but I it doesn't like, though. Yeah, it doesn't I'm sound forty years old, like, so I'm not your bestie, you my best. Like, no. <laughs> so but this is the thing though. I think it's more important um the quality of the friendship yeah. yes. than whether or not like then labeling it and yeah. titling it. Yeah. Because this is the thing. A lot of people that you be like, oh, she got a best friend. They don't. They don't. They don't. They it's real. not. It'd be real yeah, different. It'd be real shaky. It'd like a lot of people shaky. say that just in just verbally. Yeah. But like if you really like looked into their friendship or really like dug down into it, a lot of people hold on to that. So yeah. like you were talking about because you've been friends for so long. Yeah. Some people are best friends because yeah. I've known her for 20 yeah. years. I want to just go buy me a best yeah. I'm going to find one yeah, on the credit list. Yeah, you got a little ask some, the little, what's it, a little bumble for friends? I'm gonna find me there a is a bumble list. for friends. Well, let me just say, I think it goes back to also what Jamie was saying. Like, we have labeled so many yeah. things yeah. and put this particular identity on our relationships until we we come to expect a certain thing because we have attached this particular label to it. Yeah. And so when it does not measure up to how we have labeled it, then mm-hmm. we feel disappointed about yeah. how these people That's are true. not, this person is not showing up. So just because my best girlfriend is not showing up in a particular way at this moment, yeah. well, how have I checked in on her to see how she's doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what's going on in her life? She may, she may not even really tell me that. I don't care how long we've been in a relationship. She yeah. may not even tell me what she's really going through because she may know I see her a particular way. And so she don't want me to know that she's yeah. not really that thing yeah. that I see her as. Yeah. So I think there has to be a level of grace that we give our girlfriends when we're in a relationship with, because we don't know what they're going through. Child, let me tell y'all something. After I hit 40, <laughs> they said 40, you just don't. 40 is it's your right. best life. Yeah. It okay. is your best. You just, you just use that period. period. I'm a little, period. I'm a little, <laughs> look, I'm almost, I'm, I'm almost a little shook that I'm only three years from exiting, exiting out of it. But they tell me 50 is grander. So I'm excited about 50. Okay. Um, but for real, like on the morning of 40, I know you didn't ask for all this, but on the morning oh, of 40, God. like I literally laid out on the floor with just, the way God sent me into the world, I breathe in air and I just took in me. Absolutely. I celebrated me, me being present, me being alive. And so I told myself in that moment, I was going to show up differently for my relationships. Yeah. Whether that's my good girlfriends, my husband, my sons, my mm-hmm. whoever they are. Like I was going to show up differently, but I was also going to put an expectation on how other people, people show, show up for, for me. Ooh. Yeah. So do you, can I ask a question? Sure. Do you think we could have unrealistic expectations? Absolutely. 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 Mm-hmm. But you can always 
I think again because we put these labels and these uh, these qualifiers or quantifiers on our relationships, like we don't realize, like you have the option to change the expect expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you even have the the option to change what's the deal breakers in your relationship. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. And so I think when we when we are intentional and, and remain aware of that then we come to these relationships a whole lot different. Yeah. yeah, and I think that was important, how you talked about being able to sit with yourself and be like, okay, I have something within me that makes me feel jealous of these other situations. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's where those expectations mm-hmm. come from. Like there's something that I'm missing and something that I need that now I'm looking for somebody else to, mm-hmm. to do for me or to yeah. give to me. And like mm-hmm. you said earlier, understanding that like, yo, I'm responsible for that. Yeah. Right. You're a bonus to that. But I agree. Like with anybody's friendships, their ebbs and flows. Like sometimes mm-hmm. this is who I need. And also there are going to be sometimes where that may be my best friend. But in this season of my life, that's not yeah. the closest person to me. Yeah. Yeah, so sure. instead of me comparing my friendship with this person and my friendship with that person, it's more of, okay, what can I pour into this? Like if I see, okay, well, I like the friendship that they have. Like, what is it about that that I like? And if it's, oh, you know, they can go hang out and they can whatever, whatever. I'm gonna start inviting my my friend over here. Like, mm-hmm. let's go hang out. It's more uh, more than looking at or comparing it. It's what can I pour into my friendship with this person mm-hmm. to where it adds value or adds quality to our friendship. Right. Um, because for, just for me personally, I know I've had my best friend for a really, really long time, but I also know at this phase of my life, mm-hmm. that's not the closest person to me. Right. She's still your best friend, though. Entitled. Mm-hmm. Right. Entitled. Right. But in like action, no. Right. And I had to even sit with myself and realize that, like, because I had, when we first started doing our fashion podcast, Mm -hmm. I was looking around like, yo, this person isn't showing up for me. I've always showed up for that person. Like, this is supposed to be my best friend. So when I say that this is my best friend, I do have expectations (laughs) that I may not have of anybody else, but as my best friend, I expect you to show up for me. And whatever I'm doing. Right. If I am milking cows, girl, right. you won't be like, girl, you must be the hell out of cow. <laughs> I do have that expectation because I gave you that title but for her, it may just be that's my title so it's always going to be mine. Yeah. No. It's well, not. And another piece of that is like sometimes so this is where the hospice chaplain comes in for me. It is like when we are no longer able to remain in those relationships with yeah. those girlfriends that we've been in for 30, 20, 30 mm-hmm. years, the most important part of that is sitting with ourselves and grieving what we've lost. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. We don't sit with yes. our grief. Like it's okay to sit, to sit and cry about the fact that you are not in that relationship anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you got a lot of memories that you are now going to have to like, not even undo, but yeah. process every time certain anniversaries come yeah. up or mm-hmm. yeah. whatever the case may be. So grief is a very important part of our loss in relationships and we yeah. don't give ourselves space yeah. and time to do that. And that's a really good point. Me and Shayla had that conversation too, because I think a lot of times we 
we feel like you can your heart can be broken only in romantic relationships and that's not true like that happens in friendships you also the same way you grieve your relate your romantic relationship you need to give yourself time to grieve the loss of a friendship especially a long-term friendship that you've had for a long time Mm -hmm. and we don't necessarily give ourselves that space but that's very true like It happens across the board. Sometimes friendship heartbreak can be hard. Oh, honey. Okay. Because you know where the bodies are buried. Yes. You know the ones you tell, like, listen, if I go first, you smash my phone, or you go first. It's that kind of relationship. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. That's that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. I saw the biggest shift in my friendships as an adult around the time I was getting married mm-hmm. and then after I got married mm-hmm. um, just the and I won't <clears throat> point to any particular individual but I just saw the pieces on the board were being shifted mm-hmm. and it, it it can be uncomfortable as you sit there because you know you're not doing anything to cause the shift outside of walking through your life and doing right. the things that you're doing but it, it's definitely tough you know what I mean you're just like you feel this loyalty and this connection and it's not that it's not there anymore right. but mm-hmm. it's the type of loyalty that makes you feel like you're betraying them if you're enjoying someone else yeah. and that's yeah. just not the case yeah. like I can enjoy a myriad of different people and you still you still my role is. so right. yeah. I, I definitely saw huge changes to my friendships um, when I was going through the marital process and just oh, yeah. as me and a married woman oh, I just yeah. I was I was thrown off oh, yeah. to be honest with you oh, yeah. by some, some of the people. changes mm-hmm. that I I, I uh, witnessed just during that entire process yeah. and I have to realize that with these changes it's a big change for me it's a big change for the people around me. Right. So, you know, like like we all talk about sitting with yourself. I had to, the same way I had to give myself grace for not being as present as people felt like I should be, I had to kind of give them grace for being upset about my absence. Right. Yeah. right. You know, I had right. to be fair and say, yeah, I understand. I'm the bomb. I need <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, but like, no, like I definitely had to be fair about that right. because I found myself on the defense about it. Like, well, you know, <laughs> This is where my life is right now. And why can't people understand right. that? Right. But if it's been one way for hundreds of years mm-hmm. and right. now you have this new entity, um, you know, coming into your life. And I think a lot of people look at it as they're losing something. But you if you know the person that is your friend, you know, you're gaining something with right. them and their spouse because, right. you know, this individual right. and the type of person who brings to the environment. So that's been, like I've just. It's like the friendship space is, is different for me now. Yeah. It's different for me now. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think that's a good point. I think the whole kind of best friend kind of thing is as you get older. Because like you said, when you're in high school and when you're in middle school, like, yeah, this is my best friend. This is who I do everything with. You have this one person. Mm-hmm. But as you get older and as you continue to grow and go through different seasons in your life, you pick up so many different people and all of those relationships are different. And I think a lot of people hold on to the title of best friend. Mm-hmm. And that may not necessarily really... Be- some people, that is their best friend for yeah. real. And that's fine. Um, but not everybody. That I think that changes for um, people. So you you may be a best friend. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm still gonna. Ho- gonna be my Halloween. But you also you shit. don't need a best friend. Best friend. There's gonna be a picture of me on the back. I was holding the head hard. This says Bassin on the back. Best friend. I'm my best friend. I love it. But yeah, I don't think I don't think you have to focus so much on that. Just focus on you're right on building your your friendships and focus on that instead of trying to figure out okay, well, where do I fit in? Well, you already got someone that's at the top tier. Where am I? Like it's not and they may have somebody at that top tier at that time in their life right. like there may be another time in their life where you are their top tier yeah or there can be multiple people at their top tier yeah. i was gonna say the top tier does not have to be one person right yeah i you know my top tier you know you have a person for this you know you have a person that you go to that you want sound advice from yeah because you don't you go want to somebody mm-hmm. to talk to you and pour some some real stuff into you you know what i mean it's it, it's just levels even at the top tier for yeah. sure yeah for yeah. sure yeah i i you know yeah. I, I i guess as i as i kind of get older mm-hmm. um and again, being in this military and you move around so much, I guess I, I continue to just kind of unearth some truths about myself when it comes to relationship and friendships mm-hmm. and my expectations, because I even sit with and I was having this conversation with my youngest son and his girlfriend today. I think what sometimes is so important about our relationships is how we identify people, because Sometimes the title that we put on people is a title that they can't even bear. Yes, we, they don't have. Yes. They don't have the capacity yeah. to bear. Yeah, and so to to say, Shelly, you my best. Yeah. Friend, but she's like I didn't ask you that. But she was like, "Wait, wait now, listen. I know we friends or whatever, but <laughs> but like I can't be your best right now because yeah. you know because when they when we hear it, like yeah. we have all of these thoughts around what how that qualifies me as mm-hmm. a best, right? Yeah. Like. What Does that mean I financially have your yeah. back? Does that mean I've emotionally got your back and, <laughs> and spiritually have your back? Because mm-hmm. if I got all, you know, meet all these criterias, then, honey, I am not your best. Because yeah, I don't have it right now. And the truth of the matter is, like, is it really fair mm-hmm. to dump all of, all of that, all that responsibility person, right. onto on one person, person. Mm-hmm. when we know for ourselves, like, I don't want all that responsibility because I can't carry it all. Yeah. I'm going to be yeah. honest when, you know, I even say that with my husband, like, no, you are not my best friend. You are my partner. You are the, you are the best partner that I have mm-hmm. right now. Like, but as far as like being able to own singly the capacity yeah. to carry me all the time, yes. forever till death do us part, because there are going to be moments or times that are going to show up where you may not be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And I may have to, the roles will reverse and I'll have to carry. And then what's that going to look like when mm-hmm. I'm just looking at, Oh, this is my best baby. <laughs> my best this, is, this is this is the one. Yeah. And it's okay. Like it can be cute or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But you know, you can be light about it. But I again I just feel like sometimes like we put these titles on people and people didn't ask for these titles and they like, why they keep calling me this? Cause I didn't ask for this and I can't show up like that. So, yeah. you know, I think we just have to be fair and honest 
about what we would want to happen to mm-hmm. ourselves yeah. versus how we expect other people to show up. Very now, I'm not saying you let people just get away and okay. just be sloppy and all of that kind of stuff. But, you know, we all go through different phases and moments and situations in our lives. Mm-hmm. And especially in quarantine, let's go back to yeah, that thing I right there. Say, yeah. For sure. Especially in quarantine, because yeah. people got loved ones who are in not crisis and we in our own crisis and People just can't carry a lot of stuff oh, right now. Yeah. So let's talk about this. So when you have those long-term friendships or maybe even short-term friendships that you feel like no long, may no longer serve you or maybe the two of you have kind of outgrown each other or you just need some space. Like this just mm-hmm. isn't the season that I can take this person with me into. Um I think it's important how we, and this is with everything, how we handle each other. Mm-hmm. So how do you release those people well? Like, how do you release those relationships and those friendships that may, I won't say they no longer serve you because that kind of feels bad too, but sometimes that's the truth and that just is yeah. what it is, but that aren't going into this next season with you. How do you release those in a good way. I try to see it from both ends. Mm-hmm. So like, I may not be serving you anymore. And you are not serving me. Uh, and so well, I'm not coming to the table saying that. Yeah. Right. Like, you ain't serving me. I ain't serving yeah. I'm not going to say that. But, like, if we have this, 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 listen, absence does not always make the heart go fonder. That's yeah. not a true statement. Yeah. Sure. Because when people go silent on you for long, extended mm-hmm. amounts of time, there may be something being said to that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, how people are, are, are consistently showing up for you that is so different from the way they used to show up for you in a way that was loving, that was healthy, that was, you know, all of that. Like, I think there's a way that you can say, um, you know, maybe we're in a different space right now. Okay. So you believe there should be a conversation? I absolutely believe there should be a conversation had. You know, I feel like you can comfortably say like, you know, maybe we're in a different space right now and that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, and you can take the onus back on yourself. I feel like you can say, because I truly am in a different space right now. I'm trying to focus on this, this or whatever. It's not that I'm not, you know, concerned about you anymore or wouldn't be concerned about you if something, you know, if, if something presented itself and you needed me, I would show up for you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm at a place where I'm willing to allow you the space to do whatever you need to do. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and go and grow, you know? Yeah. I think it's a way you can have that conversation that kind of frees you of the burden mm-hmm. and makes the person feels freed of the burden themselves yeah. of just feeling like this relationship is dissolved because it might not be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You it know, it just on. may mm-hmm. be that, you know, this person may be gone from your life for 30 years and something significant comes up in their life and they need you. I feel like you should, unless a relationship's in in a way that is violent or traumatic or whatever the case may be, I don't feel like there's a reason to close doors or, right. you know, burn bridges. I don't feel like that. I feel like we just, just you know, let people go and grow on and be whatever they need to be, child, because please give me some grace if I need it. <laughs> That's the way I always look at it. Please give me some. What about you, Shane? I'm not sure. 
Yeah. I'm not that's sure. Real. Yeah. yeah. That's real. That's real. I'm yeah. not sure because, you know, I'm not sure. I'm just not sure. That's it. So, and I can totally understand that. I've done both. I have, I've sat down and had the conversation and I had someone say to me um, before, like, if you feel like that the relationship is one that you want to hold on to or one that's worth mm-hmm. fighting for or whatever the case may be, you owe it a conversation. Yeah. Right. I've had the conversation yeah. um, in s- certain instances. Um, and in that instance, it still didn't quite change as far as um, what I needed as a friend or as a best friend. Um, but for that situation, I felt okay. Like you said, mm-hmm. it kind of lifts the burden off of you to be like, okay, this is just right now, whether it be for right now or forever, like it's just not what I need it to be right now right. or what we need it to be. Right. right. Um, because of course there's always, you know, on both ends of it. And then I've had the situations where I have just, girl, <laughs> I have just kind of taking a step back and sometimes Mm -hmm. I do that I will step back just to kind of see yeah like just step back and see what it is see if I feel any kind of way like do I miss this person do I go to you know pick up my phone to call this person does Mm -hmm. this person um just to kind of see like how they impact my life and how they impact Mm -hmm. my space um and and vice versa like do I feel like I want to call and check on them do I want to Mm-hmm. So I've done that too. I'm, I'm real. I won't say I'm bad at it. I'm working on it um, because sometimes I do have the gift of goodbye. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know what? We have beat the dead horse. Yes, several times, yeah. and it's just like. And so, what releasing them well for me looks like is typically being able to give them grace mm-hmm. and remain open so whenever that resolves itself or whenever like you said if something comes up yeah however many years from now and you know you might get engaged or whatever and I can still you know reach out and say you know congratulations or right. whatever. but just I uh, my prayer is always that my heart remains open to them yeah. especially if there's somebody that really played any kind of significant part right. of my life yeah. like I you know, wish you no ill will, nothing like that. Absolutely. Um, and just giving them grace, but I don't always give them that conversation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. it's a decision yeah. that I make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is just like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is not like I don't, I don't try. <laughs> well, you gotta know <laughs> who you, who that person is, yeah. like, yeah. because like if you know that approaching that person with the conversation is only gonna, gonna make gonna that thing bad. go really, yeah. really bad, yeah. and now we're not having no conversation. Yeah. It's like you said, it's like really just stepping away yep. because. Trust me, we read well. Yeah. You know. And I can't even, even to be fair, I can't even say that it's always been that, that it's just, I have a really hard time with um, difficult conversations. Conversations. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I have a really hard time with that. Sometimes, like I said, sometimes I'll have them and I have had them. Yeah. Um, And then other times I'm just like, I may just not be ready to have Uh the conversation. Yes. And like, it's nothing against you or anything like that. I just... Right. 
I don't know. Like, I was literally sitting here thinking, like, there are conversations that I need to have, but I'm still too angry to have. Oh, absolutely. And that's the important part, to know, to do that self-check with yourself, to know that this isn't going to be productive. Mm -mm. Right. You got to know yourself. Absolutely. You got to know yourself. There are some conversations I would dare not have. Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the mind frame mm-hmm. that I am in right. concerning how that relationship ended. Yeah. Because it can, it will have been five, six, seven, ten years ago. Yeah. But that thing is really fresh. It's fresh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So if we came to the table today, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not going to be well, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you got to know yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely, I'm, I'm fully aware that there are conversations that absolutely that you need to have. Need to, yeah. to be had. But I, I am in no space to have a productive conversation at this yeah. point. Yeah. I, yeah. It is all anger, all fury, all rage. Yeah. <laughs> so, period. And some of them, like you said, like when you step back and look at it, like a part of that for me, too, is just figuring out, do I want this? Right. Like, do I want this friendship? Then there's that. Do I I care enough? Yeah. Do I care enough to take myself through the emotional work? Because there's emotional work to that position. Do I care enough? Are we going to get there? Are you going to do that work with me to get us to that where... I want to be because for myself like I have long time friends that I've had for a really mm-hmm. long time but in my adult years I have met some women and have gained some friendships that have shown me sisterhood yeah. in a totally yes. different yeah. light yeah. Yeah. and I don't know if maybe that's not fair because now I'm looking at my other friendships <laughs> like you can't compare but it's just like yeah. the quality like once you, it's almost like, I don't even know what to compare it to, but it's almost like once you know better, yes, like you still do need to give that person room because it took you time to right. get to those kind of friendships and they may mm-hmm. not have those kind of friendships right. to where they've been able to see what that really looks like. Um, so I do think you should give them space for that. But it's hard once you know what a good it's girlfriend hard. is yeah. and what good it's sisterhood it's hard. is to go back to something that does not like. And even after having the conversation that still is not willing to do yeah. that, yeah. it's that's difficult. But yeah. Tiffany, how do you release? Uh, I think you said a lot of it, but I think it also just depends. Like I said earlier, I'm quick to cut people off. Like, but I think yeah. it depends on how the friendship has ended Mm -hmm. or like you said do I sit back and be like do I really want this friendship I mean I've had some friendships where I'm like I literally like cut them off like block them don't follow me on social media like it's not hard like within 24 hours like when I'm saying I'm done I'm done because for me it was honoring my boundaries like this is an opportunity for me to really close this door or am I going to still keep it's a revolving circling, circling so the block. Yeah, and it's just like, nope, I'm done. And when I, yeah. but when I say I'm done, yeah, I'm done. Well, and then part. some friendships too, like when you have done the emotional work of mm-hmm. wellness and caring for yourself, mm-hmm. like again, I don't care how long we've been in this girlfriend relationship. Honey, if you gonna come along and undo this work that I have put in, mm-hmm. That's we, lot, we, yeah. we we about to close this door. Yeah. yeah. We're about to close this door yeah. because like clearly, like you're not moving. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm not saying that we gotta move at the same pace. That's not what I'm suggesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying like 
don't come along, especially if you know I've been doing this work of wellness. Don't come mm-hmm. along and keep yeah. undoing it or bringing up stuff mm-hmm. that you know is going to trigger me yeah, and take me back, back to the place that I'm trying to get from. Yeah. Like, nah, girlfriend, we're yeah. we going to have to go ahead and close this door on you. Yeah. yeah. Child, it's nothing like the blessing in the block. Yeah. 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 And then she you had a blessing <laughs> in the block. What do you say? Like, fizzle out. Like, I feel like if it's fizzling out, depending on the friendship or the friends, sometimes yeah. I'll just let it be and just. Mm-hmm. Let it fizzle. Let it fizzle. Yeah, yeah. Let it fizzle. No, there's no hard feelings. Right. Just, yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've right. had a few of those too, where it's just like, you know, most people that, that know me for the last few years know, like, I'm trying to be really intentional mm-hmm. about just my space, my own personal growth, being responsible for myself, being responsible for my happiness, mm-hmm. those kind of things. So sometimes people come into your life that disrupt that. Yeah. Yes. And for me, that's a hard no. Yeah. Like, yo, I'm here for you. I'm here. Like I tell y'all all the time, right or wrong, we're going to stand in the truth. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, girl, it can be wrong all day, but we're going to look at each other and be like, girl, I know this is wrong. Like, I know this sounds crazy. <laughs> I know. Like, there's got to be accountability there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to rock with you all day long, but we're going to be accountable. Right. And so sometimes you come into friendship or relationship um, with people that kind of disrupt that. Mm-hmm. And so me, that's a, that's a, it's a hard, no. that's yeah. a, that's a hard no. Yeah. And a, you know, yeah. Michael Jackson moonwalk <laughs> up out of that. Cause it's just like, because it does pull yes, you backwards. It does. Yeah. It, it pulls you backwards yeah. because, and I say pulls you, pulls me backwards because I've been there. Right. So I can, I can see where that is going. Right. I can see the emotions that that pulls up inside of me. And also you gotta have to be careful about people that are in your space because I always, I, I try to use the analogy. Like if I'm talking to you and you're going through something or you're going through something that may not be a good thing. And that's all I hear about all day long. That's what you're pouring into me all day long. Yeah. Girl, Drain. when I look at that thing, Drain. I'm just like, I can't, I Drain can't. You. Yeah. It's yeah. draining yeah. you. Like I can't, like I wanna, me. Yeah. yeah. Like I wanna help, yes. I wanna listen, I wanna do all of those things, but like it, at a certain point, it starts to change my perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now I'm looking at things different because this is what I'm getting all day long. So sometimes you have to back out of that. And I had this one friendship and I, I tried to like release it. Wow. <laughs> and it didn't go well. Like they were like, no, you cannot release me. <laughs> but it was that same kind of thing day in and day out. Mm-hmm. It's just you're in a situation and I got to sit in a situation with you. And now I can sit in a situation with you if we're moving. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, I can't sit in that with and you. We just and if you're not interested in moving, yeah. I got to let you be there. But did yeah. you tell them that you wanted to oh, move? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then. Oh, girl. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, they know. I was about to say, you know me. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, like this is we not gotta keep healthy. Going. Yes. Yeah, and we both can't sit in the toxic yes. space. Yeah. Like if that's where you're gonna choose to be, okay, girl, yeah. that's cool. And right. whenever you're ready, yeah, <laughs> find me over here. Yeah. But like, yeah, it, mm-mm. yeah, uh, it, mm-mm. like, but I think it is a hard question. It, it I think it, it is. depends. It is. I, yeah, I've learned like also in quarantine. Like, I think I mentioned this earlier, but maybe just like 
being patient. Yeah. And but again, reflecting and mourning, but it's also sitting back and saying, is this do I want to keep this friendship? Yeah. yeah. And if I want to keep this friendship, yeah. what do I need to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also being able to see it from the other person's point. Yeah. Because it's not always yeah, that a, you're not right. serving me. Right. I, I have nothing to give you in mm. this space. Yeah. Like it may be just that I'm not serving you or I'm not the person that can go along through this season with you. Yeah. It's not always that you're not serving me. Like I'm not always just looking like, oh no, she doesn't serve me. She what? What? You out. Like, right. No, it's, it's, I want to make just as much as I want to make sure that you're serving me. I want to make sure that I'm yeah. serving you. Exactly. As well. That this is something that's mutual because I've been in friendships where it's not. Yes. And so I don't want that either. The mutuality has to, has be, to be there. Present. I just need to, to take there. some time to just because mm-hmm. if I want to keep you, I gotta want to be kept. Mm-hmm. You know, it can't be this one yeah. one way thing. Yeah, because like, it requires something from you too. Absolutely. Yeah. If right. I'm gonna call myself your friend, I gotta be willing to the expectations that come with that title. I right. have to be willing to do that. And am I willing to do that? And sometimes that answer is no. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Um, so you mentioned another point too about, you know, friendships when you're doing your work. I think a lot of time we hear, um, people, I'm doing my work, I'm doing my work. Oh, I've been doing my work. Oh, I've been whatever. What does doing your work look like to you? What does that mean <laughs> to you? Because I feel like, especially now, cause you know, healing is a buzzword. Everybody <laughs> healing. <laughs> Everybody is healing. I hope if, so. If everybody I, was I, healing, I, I, I truly I hope pray. so. And that may be true though, because healing is an ongoing thing. We know what you're saying. That. It's, it's yeah. very yeah. hot right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. It is a very hot yeah. word. I am in my healing. Yeah. <laughs> it is a buzzword. Yeah, it's a buzzword. <laughs> so what does? I kind of feel like we do people a disservice when we put a period after that. Because what does that look like? What does that mean? And not that's why I'm going to ask each of you because it looks different for everybody. Mm -hmm. What your healing looks like or what your work looks like may be different from Mm -hmm. what Shayla's looks like. So, um, Kimana, what does that look like for you? What does that mean? For me, whenever I talk about healing or wellness, um, I I prefer to classify it as wellness because healing is just like wellness is always ongoing okay um because for me i realized that i'm still digging up old stuff mm-hmm. i'm still dealing with old stuff that's more deep-seated than i realize mm-hmm. and it's only triggered at certain points or mm-hmm. certain times or mm-hmm. certain moments and when that thing surfaces i'm like oh wait a minute I thought we grew from that. Mm-hmm. It's like, now nah, we didn't really grow from that. Mm-hmm. We just kind of buried that, silenced that for mm-hmm. a little while. Yeah. And so and so how that thing shows up is sometimes not really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so for me, doing the work means, again, it is the uncomfortable part of sitting with myself. Yes. Acknowledging what I am becoming aware of, yeah. seeing about myself, what is showing up, and not just kind of brushing it off, saying, Child, we good. That was a situation. Mm-hmm. I just, if that person had to deal what they did, I wouldn't have done what I did. Yeah. But that's not true. Right. Like, because that's not the first time you showed out like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be another time if they trigger it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like really, it is like Tiff said. One thing that I have so appreciated about quarantine, what I have called my um, my Sabbath, that is what mm. I've called it, um, is that it is show it is 
allowed me this space and this time to sit with myself, mm -hmm. to curate my voice, to learn what is my voice? Mm -hmm. Who am I? What do, you know, at 40s, almost 47, what do I really want? Mm -hmm. What are my expectations of myself um, without taking on all of this burden of mm -hmm. social media, of what I see my fly friends looking like when they show up or my more reserved friends when they show up, when I see the church showing up, because that's who I am. When mm -hmm. I see the church showing up or ministry showing up, and more importantly, more importantly, or as importantly, when I see my own family showing up. Because when I see, however I see my family showing up, it's part and partial a reflection of how they see me showing up. So all of this, I got to sit with myself with. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot. And I think we, for me, it is valuing this time that I have mm -hmm. now to get to know myself. So when that when outside does open, open up. back open up, up. Yeah. <laughs> that I can show up in a way that I feel like is so very authentic yeah. to who I am and being more intentional about Absolutely. how I'm showing up in the world and not just allowing others to just be a blessing to me, but that I'm in return blessing them with just my presence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you, Ms. Shay? What does doing the work look like, like for you? Like, Ditto. that was... <laughs> Articulated very well. Like that's <laughs> what it looks like. <laughs> like in particular, it. the statement about like sitting with yourself and first of all identifying for me the spaces that I've shrunk myself mm, and I've yes. allowed um, I've allowed relationships to cause that. Mm -hmm. And then saying that out loud, mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, I let this person make me feel this way mm -hmm. for this amount of time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, sometimes me and my husband will be sitting in the house on the couch and we get into these big blooming conversations and I'll go off on a tangent and I'll say, yeah, this is that and the third and da 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 and yeah, they made me feel like this. And my husband will be like, <laughs> why do you, why are you still doing <laughs> the question. Like, it, I know it, it is. That's yeah. And then you snap out and you're like, but I mean, you know, da, 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 da. but no, it like that sitting with yourself and really like identifying those spaces that have atrophied over the years because it was more important to me how other people felt. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was it mattered more to me how you felt. In the situation, and I, and even allowing myself to be the butt of some of um, your deflection, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. allowing myself to be in that space and That's sitting facts. here saying like, "Man, I had to deal with that. I ain't never had to, to deal, deal with that. With that. Yeah. You never had to deal with that, bro. Like, why did you put yourself through that? Yeah. yeah. Now look at you, you round here, man. <laughs> but like, it's it's just been really the undoing. Mm -hmm. Yes. The undoing. Yes, speak that. That's what it is, the undoing. Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. I yeah. love it. So I I absolutely agree, Kamala, like hit the nail on the head. And I do agree that for me, what doing the work is for me is asking yourself that who am I? Mm -hmm. So for me, that's kind of where my journey started. And it start. I've told this story several times when my kids were um, getting older and were kind of high school, getting ready to go off to college. 
um, I've always been mom. Mm-hmm. And so at one point I was yep. just like, who else are you outside of mom? Like yep. anytime somebody is like, oh, who are you? Who did I- I'm a mom. Yep. Period. Yeah. But like with so many other things. So for me, um, doing the work for me was trying to figure out who I was. Mm-hmm. The things that I like, girl, I didn't have an interest. I didn't have like mm-hmm. those things. Like, what are you interested in? What makes you happy? What Don't makes know. you feel good? What grounds you? So now, like when we get into times like quarantine and, you know, kind of shifts you a little bit and shakes you up a little bit. I'm thankful because I know what those things are that bring me back to center. But had I not done any of that, Mm -hmm. I would have no idea. Like me and Shayla talked about before, too, with quarantine, some people that have not experienced depression Mm -hmm. or haven't experienced anxiety Mm -hmm. before. All of those feelings are new for you right now. So you're sitting around feeling crazy. Like, what in the world is going on? What is this feeling? Why don't I have any energy? Why can't I get up and do anything? Like, those kind of things. So for me, I was thankful to have started doing my work to where I know what pulls me out of those feelings. Mm -hmm. I know what gets me back to self and gets me back to center. Um, so it, for me, it's those things asking myself, like, who are you? What kind of things do you like? What makes you happy? What are your boundaries? Mm -hmm. Um, what do you want life to look like for you? Like you said, outside of social media, outside of exterior influences, outside of anyone else's expectation of you, what do you want that to look like? Um, so it's been figuring out those things for me and those things kind of, you know, help you figure out all the other things. But I feel like that's why it's always ongoing because you'll find yourself at the next level or at new levels and you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. (laughs) now I need to figure out what that boundary is Mm -hmm. and what I want out of that situation and what I want this to look like for me. Um, So for me, that's it. What about you, Um, I think it's a majority of things. I think you know, I like to think of it as like my toolbox. So I'd make it yes, like toolbox. toolbox. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Reflection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being able to see, okay, maybe not always pointing the finger, but being able to sit back and sit with myself and say, well, what role did I play? Yes. Yeah. And then also, why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling? Mm-hmm. For, yeah. for example, when we were talking about the best thing earlier, it's like, well, why do you feel this way? But it's like, maybe it's a vo- like there's something that there was a your void that you're trying to fill. Yeah. You right. haven't had a best friend you know so it's like being able to feel your feelings and not judge your feelings and being mindful um not judge your feelings yeah Yeah. journaling um meditating yeah usually when i meditate i sometimes i write down stuff when i'm meditating or i have my aromatherapy or my crystal or sometimes i'm just there yeah yoga um which i need to do more of but I and just self-care trying to create like I have my nighttime routine and I try to stick to it um trying to find things that I'm interested in Mm -hmm. but I think a lot of mine is reflection maybe too much reflection but (laughs) (laughs) just being able to be okay with who I am and learning and growing and knowing that it is okay to not be where I think I should be absolutely right now yes and trying to i think the hard part for me is being so focused on the goal that we forget to really embrace the process the process oh my god um yeah so i think definitely that and 
there was one point I was going to say and I don't remember. So I think that that's a lot of it. You know, I so I just want to push back a little bit because with the word just process in itself, Mm -hmm. because I think for me, it's becoming more and more problematic Mm. in that when I think about the word process, I always think about going through. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's like to me, it's synonymous to a struggle. Okay, Mm. to me, it's synonymous to pain. Mm -hmm. It's synonymous to tension. And that's not that's not fully accurate. I'm aware of that. Mm-hmm. But I, for me, I, I choose to um, see myself more as navigating, as journey, journey. Mm-hmm. as yeah. moving. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when I hear people, because, again, we 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 repeat mm-hmm. these quotes mm-hmm. um, which I'm, I'm trying to undo some of these quotes too because I'm like, yeah, we don't need to say that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, when people talk about enjo- just enjoy the process, I'm like, but no, 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 no. I, I'm not having fun with all of these processes. Mm-hmm. I'm not enjoying everything that I'm having to see myself literally go through. Mm-hmm. So why, why do I have to enjoy the process just to, con- just to be able to see mm-hmm. that or rather to imagine that there is this big bright light at the end of the the tunnel. tunnel. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's almost as if I have to accept that I gotta go through pain Mm -hmm. or go through uh, a challenge or some suffering Mm -hmm. in order to see Mm -hmm. or get to the prize or see the bright light. When that's, because I am a person of faith, I don't believe that always has to happen. I believe that there are times and moments in our lives mm-hmm. where things, the process is just really smooth. Right. Mm-hmm. It's really easy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's, those are the processes we struggle with. Mm-hmm. The ones that are smooth and easy. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for any moment. Waiting when for the shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So We're interesting. Okay. I didn't think about it that way, but, but now I'm going to challenge you because I'm like, as we I dissect it. I never thought about it yeah. the way that you just put it. <laughs> but that. as we dissect it, I don't think it's, process I don't think it's journey because I feel like a journey that's like a long ass time like it is now that is and it's like in the journey could be bad it could be good there's different I agree so it's interesting I don't think it's process journey whatever word we want to use I think it's enjoy because you know sometimes it's not it's not about enjoying I think it's more about respecting you respect the process, the journey, whatever. You whatever call, you it is, it. yeah. Whether because yeah. it's going to be bumps yeah. in the road. Whatever. Absolutely. You have to respect it because we may not enjoy it, we may not understand it. Absolutely. But we got to respect, respect it. it. But we got to yeah. respect it. And maybe respect yeah. isn't even right there. That's, but that's definitely not enjoy. That's one hundred. <laughs> no, that's true. Because right. even when, like, we talk about a lot of people using it as a buzzword and you know being excited and this and i just be like yeah i don't know if y'all doing the same work (laughs) because the work is not easy it's It's not not, it's not pretty it's not not and it's not pretty you have to accept the stuff that you don't like about yourself and be able to be like yeah i had a girlfriend that told me a story and i won't share too much of it because it is her story but she said she made the statement um use me lord you said I just said it one day, Mm-mm. and Girl, you gotta be careful with that. Divorce, <laughs> yeah. this, that, followed <laughs> immediately behind it, and she was just really talking to me about how 
you got to be careful about which she, things you are saying out mm-hmm. of your mouth. She said, I said, use me, Lord. And she was like, I'm like, like, oh, like, okay. This isn't what I was like. This is this you have your way, Lord. Use me in this way. Yeah, use not, me. Don't be like, like me. Like yeah, that. not like this. <laughs> you know so, be simple. Yes. Just her story, it, it immediately came to me when both of you were just talking, like, you got to be careful how you, you label it. Yeah. Because it, it can become something else when you you label it a certain way. Well, yeah, yeah because however we frame, yeah. we all have our own interpretation of what yes. that word is. Yeah. However mm-hmm. we frame whatever yeah. it is that we are going dealing with. Yeah. You know, whether that's, you know, creating a business, creating a platform, um, you know, planning for a family, planning for whatever it is, like however we frame it becomes how we now walk it out, Mm -hmm. how we are intentional about, you know, how we perform inside of how we have framed it. So if I see it as a process, honey, I'm expecting something to show up at any moment. Or if I, you know, I'm just, as you say, Just whenever the ball drops, I'm gonna be prepared yeah. for it. Like, or if it's a journey, like we're gonna be here all, t- all day. I don't have time yeah. for this journey. That's it. It's gonna be a journey all day. I'm just gonna be the but that's real. Real. But that's real. But that's I always am like, yo, I understand why people don't do the work. Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. It's a long process. Uh-huh. Yeah. And exactly. it ain't cute and it isn't pretty. Exactly. So you have to examine yourself. Yeah. And sometimes you gotta re examine. You do. It's holding that mirror up to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting to that point. And like not looking at that mirror and saying, oh, well, girl, you, you, this, you, no, girl, you, this is your issue. This is your issue. You need to address this issue. You can't move forward until you wipe this clean. But like just getting to that point is, is a lot. But with the whole mirror, I'm learning or I have learned, I say, the past year or two relationships are sometimes that mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100. A marriage, a friendship, like, yeah. But it's, again, it's what you have to sit there and you have to be able to process that information. Mm -hmm. And some people aren't ready to handle it. Some people don't want to handle it. It's also, once you have that information, then what do you do with it? You got to be honest with yourself. And doing better are two separate things. You can have the information, (laughs) but if you don't do it and you don't move on it. More of us know better. We just a lot of us know better. Yeah, I'm inclined to believe all you, the majority of us know better. We know better. Yeah, some people just don't want to change. Yeah, because it's uncomfortable. Yeah, and it's uncomfortable. That's true. That's true. And a lot of times, like, we know better and so we know what we're supposed to do and we're willing to apply those things to ideal conditions. Yeah. Like I know I'm supposed to do A, B, yeah. C or apply and I people. will do A, B, and C when the conditions are ideal. Right. A, B, G. Yeah. When that, when it's ideal, but when you're actually put in that situation where you're able to do what you know you're supposed to do and it's right. not easy, will you still do those things? Yeah. And a lot of us won't because yeah. it's, uncomfortable absolutely and it's not um it's not fun and it's not easy so well and when you see yourself showing up again because that's a lot of times like you know a lot of times what creates some tension in relationships is that Mm -hmm. the way other people are showing up is really showing us who we are exactly and so we don't we don't really want to be honest with what we see 
being reflected about ourselves in that relationship with that yeah. person. Mm-hmm. And so until we can come to the point where we are really honest about what we're saying and, and again, sitting with myself, mm-hmm. because I, I keep saying, like, even when I'm doing coaching or counseling, I say, OK, let's have a conversation about you. Yeah. I don't want to know about this the other, other person. person. Yes. You know, don't that tell me matter. what that what that thing was with that. No, no, no. Let me hear about you because I'm I'm convinced. Like it's like when you're applying for a job or when somebody asks you to create a, a bio. It's like tell me about yourself. The silence is definite. Yeah. Stuck. Yeah. yeah. Because a lot of times we can't tell anybody about ourselves. Yeah. It's like Jamie said. This is where I knew I was stuck. Somebody said, "Tell me about yourself." The first thing I wrote, "I am married." Wait. Am yeah. I just married? Yeah. yeah. I am a what? What? Am I just a mother? Ooh, that's yeah. gonna be my journal prompt. I am a. Oh, mm-hmm. Wait. Am I just a grandmother? So then, what I started to do in reverse, I said, "So this is who I am," mm-hmm. because we want to introduce all of these things that we assume are making us full persons mm-hmm. or whole persons when it's got to start with me first. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's got to start with me first. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk some some goal setting. Um, I know Miss Kiwana (laughs) recently, well, not recently, you're about to celebrate a year of the sacred centering space. Yeah. So talk to us about um, your goals with that and kind of how that journey um, came to be for you. Well, the sacred centering space is I what I want to, and I hope it's not offensive, but what I want to hold dear and sacred to my heart as my baby. Yeah. Um, she, the sacred centering space was uh, an I, idea or a a a thought that came to me during my time when I was in grad school, um, and what I would do, I would go to the basement and study. And um, just really ground myself, center myself with nobody be in the books but me. Um, but a lot of times I would feel moved to that space, not necessarily because I wanted to be to that space. But that was where a lot of times where I would find myself feeling myself, like feeling everything about where I was yeah. in the moment, in the space. Um, it is where God would meet me, where I would make that connection. And so I would just, it was really where, this is back in like about 2015, 2016, it was really where the, where this evolution of who I was began to kind of evolve, you know, not fearing what I would see about myself, who I was becoming, um, not fearing my voice, my truth, my words, literally owning my no and letting my no be my no. And so that the thought of this sacred space, this space where I center just would not leave me. Mm-hmm. And so uh, last year I decided this is a space that more than me needs. Mm-hmm. Women needs this space where we can talk about womanhood. We can talk about the intersection of faith, the intersection of the secular how we are experiencing our identity in the world, how we are showing up in the world, even though while being women of faith. And that's any faith identity, not just, you know, if you're a Christian or whatever the case may be. This is 
wherever you are in your, in your journey. But this is a space that's all about women's wellness. It is about an expression of womanhood. It is more importantly about helping women to locate their voice. It is, as we were saying, it is we identify ourselves through all these other things. You know, I'm a I'm a federal government worker, you know, whatever, whatever it is. You know, we identify ourselves with all of these qualifiers. But no, who are you? Who are you? Who am I? Um, And when I sat down one time to create a biography and realized I was starting that with all of these other things and not telling people the story of who I was then that was problematic for me. So this is what the sacred centering space is for. It is bringing, it is inviting women to gather in the space, inviting women to now own their voice, see who they are, locate that inside of both the sacred and the secular, that God will meet you at the center of both of those places, that God is not asking you to to shake off or ignore who you are in the secular while you're navigating your sacred spaces. So I'm excited about this. I am looking forward to building it and growing it more and more and more. And of course, you know, just asking us to show up as whoever we are, wherever you are in the world. I'm not asking you to put on a false face, not asking you to clean up your language. I just ask you to show up. Yeah, I love this. I'm excited about it. I've I've been in a few um, of Kimwana spaces, and (laughs) the energy is always just so dope and so amazing. It's one of those things like we were talking about earlier that you don't know that you need until Mm -hmm. you're in it. And even if you're just there and you're just listening to you know the other women share um, or kind of give their takeaways for the week, like you always walk away with something. I'm always walk away with something. So it's it's mm-hmm. super dope. It's a great. Did space. you ask me my goal? I'm, I'm, I yeah, don't know if you asked me that. Give me your <laughs> I be talking so much. I don't know what I'm saying, right? Give me, give me your goal. Give me your goal. So my goal for the sacred centering space is I want to elevate it and, and move it towards a nonprofit mm. where it truly is an interface community. Um, where we can provide additional resources for women wherever they are in their journey, whether that is an annual space where we gather and we don't talk about anything other than sitting in the space. We come together, we we literally breathe in, um, whether that's meaning bringing in a yoga instructor, bringing in a uh, massage therapist, like not creating a girl's trip, but literally creating a space where we are allowed to to give full attention Mm -hmm. to listening to our whole selves Mm -hmm. uh, and hearing what God is saying to us. Creator is saying to us, Allah, whoever whoever you call up on uh, as your creator. creating that space for women um, and bringing us in solidarity, Mm -hmm. Um, wanting to provide additional resources. Like we know that there are women who um, who struggle to access certain um, just certain basic needs, whether that's sanitary napkins Mm -hmm. or um, 
just basic needs. Yeah. Even if it's it's you know inviting some woman in because there there are some women out there who have like wholesale clothes, mm -hmm. like inviting them in. Maybe they want to come in and showcase some clothes that maybe some women could could uh, use. I used to do some work in a, a women's. Uh, shelter mm -hmm. um, and there was a woman who came in and she donated some clothes to women who were in transition they mm -hmm. were no longer working and so she provided some clothes for them to help them get back out there because uh, when we think about women in homeless shelters we think oh they must be you know a, you know out of abusive relationships that's that's true some mm -hmm. are but some are in transition because they've lost jobs yeah um, so just taking care of the whole woman, mm -hmm. whatever those needs are. So this is why I want to really move it towards more of a 501c3 so I can, you know, make some connections with some other uh, businesses and organizations that can help build it, build it up more mm -hmm. and make it bigger. That is awesome. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. I can't wait till you start to have the wellness events. Mm -hmm. I, uh, you may call it a retreat. Just mm -hmm. know that I'll be there. I love it. So Shay, let's move into um, your goals, some goals you have for yourself. You know, just getting back to Shayla in 2021. Yes. I'll be honest with you. I don't have any grand, um, any grand ideas for my personal platform. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I just, I just want to feel like myself again. Mm -hmm. um, that's yeah. really like the that's most huge, important yeah. thing. I want to feel like myself again. And, you know, just going back to just showing up, you know, for people the way I want them to show up for me and just, just the overall better version of myself in 2021 is the goal. Like I just really need to kind of scrub everything down. Mm -hmm. um, better, better friend, uh, better career, better personal uh platforms um definitely better wife you know just all all things better for shayla right now because mm -hmm. i really struggled in 2020 yeah mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. real and i think a lot of people are in that space. absolutely especially the 2020 it was just it's a doozy it was so funny i remember i dm'd you <laughs> one day like all of these messages and i'm just like this is how i feel uh, and it was so first of all I was hesitant to tell anybody mm -hmm. but it was so funny your response you were like girl yeah like I'm all of these too. L's I'm yeah. struggling too I'm struggling and I was too, like why am I right? talking to my friend about this mm -hmm. but it was just I, that thing just sticks out to me because I was tickled on because I was girl. crying sending it to you and it was just girl and I'm crying and laughing those, at that point it was just one of those days that yeah. was just and like we talked about like I think a lot of people who outside of um, the pandemic may not have experienced depression or anxiety mm -hmm. or any of these new kind of feelings. Girl. And that's all I that can say. It. I read through it. I was mm -hmm. like, girl. Yeah. I'm struggling too. Like yeah. it was just, it was one of those days and they had all kind of just boiled to a head and it was funny because we were both in the same space at the same time. Just out here struggling. Yeah, like enough. it just. Enough. I need yeah. to talk to somebody. <laughs> to just let all of that out. And sometimes, like we said, like sometimes just getting it out just mm -hmm. helps. 
um, along the way as you process it. Because a lot of times we try to process all that stuff ourselves. And like you said, I didn't even tell her all of those things. But girl, no. Because there is an awareness that I I can't possibly be the only person struggling right now. So you just want to be mindful when you dump on someone because that's what it is sometimes when you just are emoting and it's just vomit it's just emotional vomit and you're just like all these things are happening like oh my god i don't know what space they're in but if i come at them with my drama and they are having a horrendous day so it exacerbates their you know right it's just it was just a lot so i can talk to my friend yeah because i think tiffany mentioned it earlier as well like learning to not take on those things like mm-hmm. I can just listen to mm-hmm. you yeah. mm-hmm. and not feel like okay and that is a forever work for me mm-hmm. yes. because I am always like okay solution a uh, friend is struggling like what can I do what do you need whatever and so that's a forever work for me to be able to just sit and listen yeah. and just give you room to get those things out without feeling like there's an action for me yeah. right so yeah absolutely yeah. that's good so what about you Miss Tiffany what is um, the goal I think it's pretty broad, but it really is just showing up for myself. Because I realize if I don't show up for myself, who will? Yeah. yeah. And how can I pour into somebody else? How can I be the best person I can be? Yeah. Like I said, I know that's broad, but it. I really am trying to work on, you know, just physically and my diet and trying mm-hmm. intermittent fasting, trying all these different things. But it's like also finding what is going to be sustainable. Yeah, what works for you. Yes. Yes. And my hardest thing for me is being dedicated to it in commitment. Like yoga. I love yoga. I have no excuse not to do it. I just, again, I just don't do it. But it's like, but yet my body yearns for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't listen. And I don't do it. So it's like, when I'm saying showing up for myself, it's more of, like you talked about creating that space, but creating that space internally. Yeah. So that I can continue to grow and continue mm-hmm. to heal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. keep doing the work. Yeah. It's yeah. my goal yeah. to keep doing the work. Yeah. yeah. I think showing up for yourself, though, is just the big work. Yeah. yeah. That's, that work is so big in itself because yeah. we we be so accustomed to showing up for everything and everybody, everybody else. else. And, yeah. yeah. And I'm also learning having compassion because yeah. sometimes when I don't do it or it doesn't go as I want it to yeah. that I have to it's okay yeah yeah. you yeah. didn't do yoga today it's okay yeah. yeah yeah go for a walk instead or you know the next day tomorrow is a new day like mm-hmm. just being just having that compassion for myself yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah something small that I've started to implement is when people ask me how I feel I tell them how I feel yeah, yeah. and not from the standpoint of like Shayla I did the, no like Shayla how are you today I used to have a really bad habit of saying, I'm good, baby. I'm always good. Mm-hmm. The lies we tell. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, yeah. especially coming out of 2020. So, Shayla, how are you today? I'm feeling a little low. Yeah. To be honest with you, I'm feeling a little low. Yeah. And I don't mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need you to do anything about that. Right. Yeah. But just I'm just letting it. you know right. that that's how I'm that feeling. That's right. You're honoring so, your feelings. Yes. So Absolutely. It's funny that honoring you said that because I came across an article literally yesterday, day before yesterday, and it was actually from men. And um, one of the questions to them was something like, how do you feel emotionally supported? And one of the guys said, um, when someone asks me how I'm doing and accepts my answer, mm. like it's not 
well, how can I fix it? Well, right. But I tell you, that thing chopped me in the throat. <laughs> I was just sitting here like, ooh. I know. Like, or people like, I'm just like, well, why do you go this way? And it's like, you don't mean it in a negative yeah. way. You're just like, well, you want to yeah. help. You want to help. But that's a really, that's a good point. Yeah. Because for me, that is a, that's a struggle for me. And I actually, I had that conversation with somebody because I sent that article to him as well. And he had said, he agreed. He was like, as a guy, I've never had that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need you to fix it. I don't need you to, I just need you to sit with me in it, mm-hmm. if that's what it is, and then, like, move past it. And yeah. I'm just like, I'm always, well, what do you need? Mm-hmm. Is there something I can do to help you? Mm-hmm. Well, why do you feel this way? And in the article, he was like, I don't need the deep police investigation. <laughs> I, 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 I like, think we just don't know how to respond or it's uncomfortable. Like, yeah, to not like, yeah, like, oh, well, yeah. hope you feel better. Like, what is your response? Yeah, that's that's like, it can be very, when you're yeah. like, I feel low. Oh, okay. okay. Well, uh, all right, I'm going back to my desk. Like, what do you see? Yeah. Like, how- that's, <laughs> yeah. that's tough. But when he said that about the investigation, because I always got follow-up questions, yeah. I was like, you could have just sent this article to me like you did not have <laughs> Well, I think for me, like, it's a little different because being a chaplain, like, you get all these skills that you learn. Yeah. And so when people want, you know, share that I'm feeling low, I, my automatic response is, I hear you. Yeah. Do you need to talk more about it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they say no, then the no is it. the no. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it just giving you that. Yeah. as a response sometimes that, I hear you yeah sometimes it's like I hear you yeah. because again that's what they want to be that's that's, that's the yeah. reason why they yeah. tell you because yeah. they want to be heard yeah it's like I hear you and yeah. a response like the one that you just gave lets that person know that the door is open right the yeah. minute you decide you absolutely to, talk yeah. to yeah. someone absolutely yeah and honestly a lot of times people are in their feelings that's all they need to know like if do I have somebody I can double yeah. back to absolutely really just yeah. to listen to absolutely yeah. Yeah. but you know it's interesting like what if you just don't care like no, I'm just saying at work, that is a common thing. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Good. Like, and if someone says something like, I'm low. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't care. Like, I was just doing it to be nice. Yeah. Like, that's well, it, 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 You know, we use caveat. that as a greeting. You know what I mean? Yeah. The caveat to my response to that question is mm-hmm. based upon who asks. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, like, yeah. it depends right. on who asks. Like, yeah. if my mama calls me and says, Baby, what's up with you? You, you're off. And I say, Mom, I feel a little low. Right. But you know, I'm, I'm handling it. I'm all right. And I'm, that thing is already praying. She called you. <laughs> yes, she is. Times. Yes. Okay. So before she called before you. Though, before she, she even called you. Yeah. That before she called. Before she called you. The spirit just. Yes. Yes. What's well, going? on? Mother has tapped in. Yeah. When I tell you, yes. she like the spirit, and I just be like, yeah. It's all bad. Everything. Yeah, mother has tapped no, yeah, no, no. I agree with you in regards to like you have to recognize yeah. the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So like someone That's at work, yeah. Shayla, how you doing today? I'm good, dear. Okay. Yeah. You know, boom, keep boom. it moving. Keep yeah. it moving, right? Because they they aren't necessarily my people. Yeah, and they right. probably and I'm not expecting that mm-hmm. from them because yeah. they're not invested in me like that. Well, you can still be honest. You can, not really. All that good today, but thank you for asking. And keep uh-huh. it moving. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you got to go into no details. Nobody yeah. got to know. What yeah. it is? Listen, I don't want to be here today. Period. Yeah. <laughs> but thank just you. Just give the eye. Like, but thank you for asking. I'm like, yes. like, no, like, you? I'm awake. I'm, I'm alive. alive. I'm here. I I'm say all the time. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Thanks for asking. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> so let's close. <laughs> 
Let's close out with this one. I just want you guys to complete the sentence. Um, I live each day with the intent to be. Don't look at, I don't know. Ooh, that's a tough one. Okay. Repeat it one more time. I'm a visual person. I live uh-huh. each day with the intent to be better. Better. Okay. Shane. I thought of two words. So the first one that immediately came to me was impactful. Mm. Okay. Um, and then the other one, I'll just go with impactful. Okay. I would like to have an impact. Every what day about you, Kim? So I do have two words. Okay. It is real mm-hmm. and intentional. Mm. So intentional is mine too. Yeah. Intentional and happy. Yeah. You know what's yeah. interesting? I was gonna say happy, but then I wanted to change happy to joy. Joy. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Joyful. Yeah. yeah. Joyful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But definitely intentional. Ooh. Yeah. I have another one. Go ahead. <laughs> Express gratitude. When we talked about joy, just yeah. being yes. Okay. Yes. To have gratitude. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I definitely yeah. would like to show up every day mm-hmm. in a posture of gratefulness. Yes. Yeah. Because whatever I have, I don't have to have. Whoever yes. I am, I don't have to be. No so, matter how the day is going. No matter find how out. the day yeah. is going. Yeah. There's something to be grateful for. So, right. grateful. Yeah. yeah. Air, lungs, yeah. breathing. Check yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah. Grateful check. A grateful check. I'm going to get that on the Apple Watch. They got the little breathe monitor. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they do. And some things are not automatic. Like, I have to work on doing those mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So, like, yes. for me, the gratitude, even though I'm expressing it, I'm not intentional about mm-hmm. being yeah. mindful of how I'm expressing it so like for me it's like the intentionality for me is like okay when I'm showing up I'm working Mm -hmm. I'm working to be aware be mindful Mm -hmm. of how I'm doing these things or what I'm doing and sometimes it is just for me I have to say thank you in order to be mindful that yeah you know I'm expressing my gratitude Mm -hmm. yeah yeah mine is intentional too because for me, as a Pisces, we are like a ball of emotions. Um, so learning not to live in my emotions, mm-hmm. like I may not feel like it. I may not feel like, you know, doing this or whatever the case may be. Um, but it's being intentional and being disciplined um, to what I've said that I want, mm-hmm. um, even when I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. So, so you just described yeah. a Libra. Yeah. Girl. You better just put, give yourself five minutes at a timer. Get out your feelings. That's I why know. sometimes I have to do it too. It's yeah. just, because yeah. it will take up your whole day. Yeah. It will. It does. Now I have so. one friend and she will, she'll tell me, she said, I'm going to give you five minutes. My supervisor will tell me that. Five, five minutes. minutes. She said, you got five minutes. Do whatever you need to do for five minutes. And then after that? She said, after that, we're done. Yep. Yeah. We're done. And I appreciate that you because would you would, I would sit in that space yes. all day for all day. forever. Yeah. yeah, forever. I'd be making up be days and what yeah. my response is yeah. gonna be. Like yeah. it, it hasn't even happened. Days right. be going yeah. on. Yeah. They and say I'm, this. I'm gonna say this, and then this gonna happen, and then that. Girl, girl. girl. So it'd be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> right. So if she say this, you got a full on 
argument with yourself in your head about what something how you agree in an argument like but you know what you're gonna say back it's like because you know like no because you know when you in the midst of it yeah you can't think baby them good notes you wrote they gone yeah you was so mad after that meeting because you had it all lined up I was gonna lay you out I was gonna say that was so lay you out yes yes well thank you ladies thank you thank you Setting. Y'all Thank are always you. a pleasure. Y'all always bring great energy. Um, I look forward to us having more of these conversations. I know we've talked about some upcoming topics that are going to be <laughs> amazing. Um, so I look forward to having you guys. And y'all know y'all always welcome. Yeah, congrats Thank on the new season. Yes, congratulations. congratulations. We're going to keep exciting. having some fun. Keep having some conversations. And um, as always, you know, we always have these conversations with each other. But we do hope that um, folks go out and have these conversations within their own circles and their own spaces. Um, so I thank you ladies for starting some conversations and stirring yes. up some conversations and we'll see y'all next time yes, yes. definitely <laughs> thank you <girls. laughs>